Yeah? Okay, before we get back to the sugya we just began, I want to mention something from last week. We were discussing at length the status of Tosefer Shabbos. Uh, can you be Yetzi the Suda during Tosefer Shabbos? Do you have to wait Dafka for night? Do you the Gezayis? I wanted to mention a raya I came across. We mentioned, I think, three weeks ago, what happens if a person is Makabal Shabbos and they realize they forgot to count Sphira. So you're Makabal Shabbos the next day already. Can you count Sphira? She forgot to do a Hefzik Taira. Very common. Can she do it? The answer to both of those is yes. question is why. So you could say, well, maybe it's a raya that is not really Shabbos yet, which would be a raya to those sheetas that you can't be here to the Suda. If you look, many Achorinim, Taz, Magnavram, and others say that's not the reason why you can be Mekel. That's not the reason why. They, they agree. You can do the Hesek Tire B'Dievid. You can count Sphira from Friday B'Dievid. It's not because the Tosefer Shabbos isn't that real, necessarily. There's a different reason. Anybody can guess what that reason is? It's a very different reason, and it's, it's, more, it's more basic. It also shows they didn't want to rely on the first reason because they probably held that it is Shabbos, and maybe you could be Yetzisudah. They, they said that if you were Makabo Shabbos and you forgot to do a Hefzik Tire, you Makabo Shabbos Patos. So the Kabbalah wasn't Chal. So the thing was a mistake. Had you realized you didn't do a Hefzik Tire, had you realized you didn't count spheres, you wouldn't have been Makabo. So it's a Kabbalah Patos. And the Kabbalah Patos is not a Kabbalah. If you hold Mitam Neder, so it's a Neder Patos. If you, if you don't hold Mitam Neder, it's a Shiloh. Can you undo with a Taurus Nadarm? Some guys can believe it or not suggest that if you're stuck and you have to go somewhere or you have to do this, maybe you should be Mata Neder. It's Mitam Neder. But even forget that Kiddush. Yeah. Uh, correct. Correct. Yes. There's a, there's a second Nafkamina also, and that is you'd have to read Makabal his Tosephus. If you're undoing it, if you hold it's not really Shabbat, it's still at the calendaric day, it's still Friday, even though it has Shabbos, then you don't need any of this. But if you say it's Makabal Bataz, you also have to be Makabal again. Just like him again? Uh, you know, I, I didn't see the Makabal. What? What you said, Blinader. You, you mean, Stam, you always be Makabal to Sev Shabbos, Blinader? In case you run into yeah, a so problem. You know, so you yeah. I mean to do that standard. To do that standard, you mean just in case you run into problems. Okay. Okay. But his kasha, it sounds like they don't point that out. Maybe the whole posture. They don't point out the next step is therefore, if you're undoing it, if it's a couple of toes, then you have to uh, you have to do it again. So uh, you know, can you split it up and say, well, it's only a couple of batos that got by this din, not the by that din, then you're coming out to the first terrorist, that you're not makabal the calendaric day, you're just makabal to the surface uh, Shabbos. But um, the Achranim will bring down the terrorists. And they say there's an Afkamina. They say if it's already Banish Moshes, we are forced to be makabal Shabbos anyway, because it's Banish Moshes. That's a suffix kila. So then you can't say it's kabbalah batos. Then, then, uh, then you can't. But you were forced to. You were forced to be makabel at that time. Even if you want to say you'll, you can be makel have sick tire up to nine minutes, which is debatable. But if you're makabel Shabbos, you can't say, "Oh, it's a kabbalah b'tal." So it was, it was a suffix kila already after shkia. So a lot of enough communities in the shita. But it seems to show they didn't want to go with the other, the other terrorists because it, probably they hold that no tosef uh, Shabbos is a full dinner Shabbos. See, the undo it. You know, I just thought that was uh, might be totally zebazeb. Has to be very mukhuch. What? You're saying? You didn't put it in me. 
Yeah. I mean, this is more obvious because you're not going to, you're, you're a from person, you're not going to go without serious Heimer. She's saying you're from person, you're not going to go without, uh, without Shabbos food either. <laughs> Shabbos food, okay. That's why I found it interesting for all these reasons. I, did, I don't see anybody, could be somebody did point out, but they didn't point out but Ferris and Morgan brings this down. Um, uh, Taz actually brings it down. That uh, that you have to be read Macabal. I didn't see that point. That would should which should follow. Um, okay, so that was Nagav Lesson. Let's go back. We we began the Simon Rashai Zayin where we had a uh, built in problem. If you, uh, you probably still don't have your shochanar, but I'll just uh, read to you again what we began. Beginning of Reisha and Zion, the name of the simon shlaligrum kibe on air. You shouldn't put uh, the nair in a matzav or put yourself in a matzav where you're going to blow out the candle by something you're doing. Like opening the door, having the candle in front, and then the wind comes in and blows out the candle. And the lushan here of the machaber, the beginning of Reisha and Zion, Ner shamunach acheri adelas. You open the door; it's facing you. Aser liftayach adelas. The Ramah puts in kedarkoi. Try to tomorrow night bring your shochanah because I'm going to have to show you this mug of rum sooner or later. Uh, you all have shochanah, so just have to see where you put it a few weeks ago. Uh, okay, you don't need it right now. Shema yechabenu haruach. You can't put the ner in the way of the uh, path of the door because you'll open the door and the wind will come in. Maybe the Ruach will put it out. So the kasha we raise, the kasha everybody raises, is that we're used to two categories. We have Machlekes Abiyud, Rab Shimon, whether Dabr Shem, Meskavin is Mutter or Asr. Shimon holds his Mutter. You hold his Asr. We pass like Ab Shimon, Dabr Shem, Meskavin is Mutter, unless it's a Psikresha. So until this Simon, you're used to thinking that there's only two categories. Either something is a Psikresha or it's not a Psikresha. There's no such thing as almost a psikresha, because by definition, psikresha means psikresha, you cut off the head of the chicken, the chicken will die. If you cut off the head of the chicken, it's no suffix at all whether the chicken will die. 100 out of 100 times, the chicken will die. So, psikresha, so if it's 99%, it's not a psikresha, l'chaira. These are huge. This shayla we'll bring up now is nafkaminas uh, all over the place in Ochashavas. So, here the Mechaber says you can't open the door if the Nehrus are in the path because it might blow out. So everybody has, an, and if it might blow out, so it might blow out, it might not blow out. So we call that Dabr Shem Miskavin. So why all of a sudden over here is there aren't too many, there, there are a couple of Simon, uh, there are a couple of Allah's Nechel Shabbos which have the same Kasha, but not many. This is the famous example. Why does the Mechaber all of a sudden say over here that uh, we, we know we pass like a Shem, and here he says, well, Machmer anyway, because it might blow it up. It's not a Psikration. That's the kasha we raised the last two minutes of the shir last week, and now we're going to attempt to go into some very interesting terutzim. And obviously what we're looking for here in the sugi, which will take us a few nights, is is there such a thing as a curve of So you say, well, that's an oxymoron. Curve of psikresha. Psikresha means vatai. Curve of psikresha means it's almost a psikresha. Can that be? So uh, many of them refuse to believe that, that there is such a category, in which case you have explaining to do over here. And some bring right from here that there is such a category. And then if there is such a category, what is that? 99%, 95%, 90%? How, how close do you have to be? Believe it or not, some suggest 51%. That's, that's quickly rejected by most Nachorinim. 51% to say, curve the psikoresh is also. That, that's not very high. So how, uh, how high does it have to be that, uh, that it's curve if the category even exists? So take a look at page 2. I think we'll staple the wrong order. Um, I just had four words 
I was going to save the paper, but then I realized it's not going to flow. So, Ananias um, Makamashiris, you don't save paper if we're not going to understand the Ramam. So, Nashim, have we got it, Siv Gimel, the Ramam? Perik Chaf Aleph, actually, Perik, yeah, Perik Chaf Aleph and the Ramam. We didn't announce the Mamakam at a womb. Nashim, Hamasachas, Be'agaizim. Anybody have a scanner here, by the way, at home? If you do, I just because I've never remembered to do it, Santik is now looking to uh, at least have a copy of all the Mamakam. So whenever you get one in Shear, just take it home and double feed it and send an email to Santik. Would that work for you? Then at least you have it. Uh, then you could decide what you want to do with it later. But, um, so if you want to take one of these home, wherever as a scanner, you can uh, volunteer. Nashim Asakas Be'agaizim Vishkedim. Women who are playing marbles. Why are women playing marbles on Shabbos? Guess they're not coming to the Shabbos afternoon shear. So um, there's a Shaila, they want to play something. What? Santa Rana was not printed yet, I guess. Uh, what? Well, that's what we're going to get to. Heavily uh, Muxa. Uh, yeah, because the Machabra with the, with the Kadur. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pellet. I never understood. The Machabra says, the Machabra says the balls, Kadurim. Bulls are muksa. Right. Yeah, he holds he holds a classic muksa. Has no purpose. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe I'm very American, but I never understood that macabre. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think they're playing they're probably playing anagrams, not uh, not marbles, which by the way, anagrams is no problem being mash for gumas. That's the uh, my over here. The, the problem with marbles is that you play it on the floor. And uh, food is a well. There's no they play with foods that didn't have marbles, uh, but whatever they're playing, uh, 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 what are they called? Kugelach, uh, Rugelach, what are they called? Uh, something. Like, something. Uh, no, but it's not. Well, no. <laughs> didn't have a tine on it because it was round. Uh, food is inherently not muksa. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying you're pointing out that obviously they didn't have marbles then, but, but just that that machabi you're mentioning is is hard to understand. If you're miyacha something as a ball, why would it be milk muksa? Anyway, when we get to hokas muksa twenty years from now, it's a different uh, different shailah. Okay, so the nashim asachim egaizim shkaidim. The deeper kasev behavior can be men also or children. Page one, kiyetsa behem alsuris l'sachim behem b'shabbos. So even if they play it during the week. They can't play on Shabbos. Why? Because they played on the floor, and the floors then were more for the not, not tiled. They had dirt floors. Your average house, well, middle income, had a dirt floor. In Europe, the average poor house had a dirt floor. But in the time of Chazal, that was, uh, that was standard unless you were in a palace. Well, you need a straight board. So if you're playing on a, on a marble kitchen floor, it's, it's uh, tiled, and it's straight. If you're playing on um, dirt, it's always uneven, so you have to straighten it out when you're flicking it or whatever it is, so there was a strong shash, they might smooth it out, forget it, Shabbos, and smooth it out, and they're going to be over on Bimash Vagumas, which, uh, which is a big problem. Um, so that's, that's number one. Xerah number one, Shami Yishvagumas. Number two, also Lachabed Esakarka Shamed Yishvagumas. You can't sweep. Shami Yishvagumas. Um, there's, there's a lot of rate on this halacha because even today there are people play ball in backyards and even if you're playing on a stone floor but most of the most of the floors in the city are not are not covered most of them are dirt there's still a uh, but but it's it's a problem 
playing, um, you know, playing kickball or playing soccer, one could debate, do you, do you need a level field? It helps. But it has not to be perfectly level. You play on grass, it goes up and down. That's a, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> Sounds very interesting. I'm not, I'm not sure what the words mean. Uh, I, I, would, I would say what, what I said, Muncie, is we have an air when we tell people don't play ball if it's not Shabbos Day. Sounds like he made it tonight that the air for them won't work. So I'm sure there's some mechanism, but maybe tell your son to email me what he wrote up about that so I can read up on that because it sounds very interesting. Uh, uh, we didn't have a mind because we don't want people to use it for that, but we didn't make that tonight in the air because I was unaware you can make that tonight in the air, but I'm, I'm certainly willing to see what he had to say. I'm sure it'll be interesting, that's for sure. What? Uh, that's not true. They, they've, uh, you know, <laughs> they've heard of it. They, they don't have to have in mind whatever age. Say somebody wants to carry something you never heard of, so it's, it's not included in the air. But, you know, your, your son can find, yeah, he probably has my email address. I'm curious. I'm sure something's written on that, <laughs> if the rumor's true. Uh, Michael? Right, right, that's what I'm saying. So with, with ball playing today, this could be, we don't, with marbles, maybe most people are playing inside. He's not going to play on grass, but, but this, could be a, this could be an issue. But that's not our sugar now, yeah. Some people have in their backyard, they have a sandbox. So that would, that be well, if it's soft sand, you're not going to match it because as soon as you make a hole, the other sand falls in. You have to be earth that you're, uh, you know, if you have like silky sand, it's not going to be a problem. So again, Gzeri number two, you can't sweep. Unless there's no dirt there. Uh, that's number two. Number three, now we have a kula. Mutter, lazalef, mayim, agabe, karka. They had to constantly do something called ziluv. Ziluv was sprinkling water. And it helped, uh, like we have today, humidifiers. It helped moisten the atmosphere. And it also helped uh, sort of uh, pat down the earth that it shouldn't be dusty in the house. So they kept on sprinkling because otherwise you'd be coughing all the time because as people walk, it kicks up, kicks up dirt. So this was a constant thing they did, and the Rambam says you could do that on Shabbos. You're not worried you can be a mashvagumis because that you're not trying to do. So it's not the but nothing's growing on. It. I don't know how they did that. Maybe they laid the stamashayla. I assume they didn't. I assume in Europe, you know, as a hundred years ago, I don't know. If they had. I'm sure they had houses in Rodden that had dirt floors. Uh, yeah, I, I seem to remember something like that. His wife wanted to get a carpet, and he said, no, some, there was some isolate like that. Right, right, he's not a Chaim Meizer. She complained that Rebbe said Chaim Meizer put one in. Yeah, yeah, so he said, he said, he said, Chaim Meizer is the leader of Klai so it's befitting that he, uh, yeah. So uh, uh, he held, he was nobody, I, but, but I guess uh, he was the outbasin. <laughs> so he was the Nazi in the outbasin. So question which the Kassel Mission is going to deal with over here is uh, what's going on with the first two cases that's not with the last case. The first two cases are obsecration or not obsecration? First two also, because it is obsecration, the last one's not obsecration. What exactly is going on? So take a look at the Kesem Mishnah. Left side. Aser, l'chabed, esakarka, shami yish, vagumas, elm kenei, rotsa, bavanim. Kasev, rivash, b'tshuva, sheyesh, l'tamaya, al-rabbeinu. He says he doesn't understand the Ramam. Shanir, medvarav, shal aser, akibu, mishim, psikresha. He says, they didn't ask for sweeping because it was definitely a mashra gumas. Shem kein lahavlai loimer shema. He wouldn't have said shema. Shema, here's a gzeira. Don't do this. You might accidentally forget it's Shabbos and actually be a dayan, be mashra gumas. 
That's not Dover Shen Miskaven. We're afraid you might become a Dover Miskaven. So then they asked it. And they did not answer it uh, because it was a psikoration, because otherwise I would have said that. Imkain, lahavalei loim ha-shema. Imkain, hu teima, lama asru. Vakarmala karab shemen vuatzma kaza bazila, for the third case, the sprinkling. Shumutur v'enu cheshu shema yishvaguma, shareinu miskaven l'kach. Why are we not worried in the third case? Because he's going to sprinkle. He's not trying to be mashvagumas. You could, as you're sprinkling on your floor, you could see something uneven and try to even it out. The answer is, So why is it, he's not worried in the third case, and he's worried in the first two cases, if it's not a psikration. It's not a psikration, because that's why he said the word Shema. That's his kasha. He doesn't understand the difference between case number three and case number one or two. Skip down to the next bracket, all the way down. Nearer. The Rambam meant When you sweep, you're actually trying to even out the floor. You're trying to clean up the floor, and you're also trying to even out the floor, as 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 you might be when you're sleeping when you're sweeping. Even though you're not definitely going to even it out, you're trying to make the house look nice. To fix it, it's even though you're not trying to actually make it even, but you're trying to make it look nice. And included that is a very strong shash. You might like it. You might actually do something and, and try to make it even. Of all beribits, when you're sprinkling from up here, and machav the after you're not trying to even out the karka. Kiim lachlech ha'avi, you're trying to moisten the atmosphere. Aishloyala avak, or that the the dirt, uh, the the um, the dust shouldn't come up. Even though could lead to mashvagumas, mutter shereina machav lekach. So it's a davashem eskavin. So it's mutter, which means he's saying the first two cases. It's not a psychration, but worried that you actually might end up having a mind to mash for gumas. And that's a problem. Third case, it, we're not worried about it at all because that's not his primary purpose. He's not trying, trying to make the floor look nice. He's trying to make the floor not get in everybody's eyes the dust. When the Gemara says, it's going on rebuts, he's not going to start evening out the floor. Ena kiim shvus is in his drabanim because he might end up evening out the floor on purpose. Zenir shoyse kamon atzar rabaze kol poskim shasra kibelo asu el mishum psikreish. He says, however, the poskim bring down that it's actually also to do not because the gazera you might end up doing it on purpose. It's because as you're sweeping, it's a psikreish. You can be mash for gumas. Different than what he said two lines ago. Everybody follow that last twist. He says he's saying pshat in the Ramam is that where it's a gazera you might come as you start sweeping to forget yourself and be mash for gumas. Uh, you might actually forget a shop and start start straightening it out. He says, but the other person can answer because as you're sweeping, it's mamashab sekreshi, you may mash for gumas. Yes, yes. Now, this line is interesting because um, according to this Kesa Mishnah, uh, think about it for a moment. You're sweeping. Is it absolutely a sekreshi, you mash for gumas every time you sweep? I don't think uh, it's a little hard to imagine. I don't know. I never, I haven't swept the dirt floor in a while. But um, being mash for gumas, there has to be. Don't forget, he swept yesterday and the day before. There aren't vade gumas over there, and if there is, uh, he might not, might not do it. Sounds like from this kesemish, I can't prove it. But sounds like from the kesemish to me that we're really concerned that over a long period of sweeping over a floor, you're going to hit a spot that it's going to be either 100 percent, or he's alluding to the fact that no, it's 98 percent, but that's good enough for him to be obsecration. That's what it sounds like to me. Keep in mind, let us throw in another thing, important thing to the picture over here. 
This is also general shaila psikresha. When you look at a psikresha, what's the component of time or space you're looking at? Let me give you a few examples. This is a very important shaila. You're dragging a bench. You're dragging it from there to there. It's a bench, pretty heavy, but not that heavy. You're not sure whether it's going to make a chritz as you're dragging it. So, uh, so we say it's mutter, it's not a psikresha. Can you drag it uh, from here to South Muncie? The more you drag it, there's more of a chance that it's going to, that there's almost going to be a vadai, there's going to be a chritz. So how, how much area do you have to measure that, and if it comes, if a bench is very light, it's never going to happen, but let's say you have a bench that's not borderline. The longer you dra- drag it, the more of an angle you'll have, different angles. It'll probably hit a spot where it will become a psikresha. Do I answer it? If in the Misa from here to here, it will hit a spot or two that will be a psikresha. Do I answer the whole thing? Or do I say in any specific spot, it's not a psikresha, therefore look at the whole thing, and it's going to be a psikresha. Right, so you would say it's usher. So, so you would... Yeah, each, each, each spot. I'm just giving you, think as, as, a, as a mathematician, as, as an actuary. There is no, there is no spot that's going to be a psychratia, but if I tell you that if you go for five miles dragging this thing, there's a 100% chance that this thing is going to make a chritz. Do I say, well, it's 100% if you take five miles, but I'm just taking a little bit at a time. Can I break it up and say, well, each 10 feet is not a psychratia, therefore it's not? How do you measure the duration? A second example. Which malacha? My malacha? My job of dragging the bench from point A to point B? No, no. The chritz, by the way, has a tiny shear. So if it ever hits the snag, it's a chritz, a tiny shear. I'm saying, do I look at the entire mice as one and say, well, if any time in this five, five miles, it's going to become secretion saucer, which is what you're suggesting, or can I break it up? And let... Yeah, it's called it's called a tiny amount. It's culture. It's, 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 that's the shear. We're talking. We're talking about either bina, harisha, whatever. It's, it's a tiny amount. What? Well, the amount of breaking it up. What, what I'm leading to, what I'm suggesting is they ask the kind. Let me give you a second example. There are a lot of examples. Let me give you a second example. It's a famous example. You can't use a comb on Shabbos. You can't comb your hair. Why not? It's going to pull out hair. So it's going to pull out hair when? Which hair? You're going comb across the head. Going to pull out hair over here, over here, over here. So we say, no, we look at one mice. We say, if you do that, it's going to pull out hair. Many, many, many even say, you don't even look at one comb, you look at the whole mice of combing hair, six, so seven, eight, nine strokes. So why should I look at the whole thing? Why not I break its component part? The left side of the head is not going to pull out vadai, and the right side is not going to pull out vadai. So I'm allowed to do the whole thing. The answer is, we don't allow that because it's considered one mice. No, so they're looking at this is already the chuvas on this on the combing. They're big chuvas because they talk about um, stroking your head or your beard. So as you do it each time, is it a psikration? No, but if you do it long enough, you might pull out something. Says so that also? So they said no. Why is that not also the combing is? So they said that's not one mice. You go like this, put that. You can take a line. You go like this. It's all separate mice. You look at each mice separately. So by combing it up, so they said no. It's one stroke going across. 
no, if it were if it were a psikresh that every time I touch my face something fall out, would taka be yosef. If it's a psikresh, it's a psikresh. Talisha shlokadaka. It's this the rabbanon part of it. It's still yosef. So the many truth was written. How do you how do you quantify what's considered one ma'isa? If I take it for five miles of psikresh, I'm not going five miles. I'm only going from here to here. So then. That's okay, because it's not statistically going to be 100%. But let's say I go from here to here, I stop. And I go back and I stop again. And I go five miles, but I keep stopping. Do we look at that as one mice? Do we say, I, I stopped each time? So each time I stopped, it wasn't a secretion. If you ask the actuary, he'll tell you, if you put the composite of all uh, 30 stops along the five-mile route, it will definitely dig up somewhere. I, I think he's right. I think the way they describe it, the combing, they say it's only because of one mice. No, I'm saying that. Yeah. Well, they talk about one stroke. I don't even know if you put all the strokes together. What? So. Well, no, they're assuming even one would. Okay, so then you'd have to do one, put it down, go learn, come back, do a second one. They have to be separate mice. I'm saying it's not even sure the way. Uh, well, I'll have some chuvas on this later on. The way they discuss it talks about like putting it down versus versus not. Okay, Shaila is again. How, how much? What's considered one ma'isa? That, that's a very serious. Uh, that's a very serious Shaila over here. Because otherwise, if you break it down to the parts, you say, "Well, that wasn't a psikresha. That wasn't a psikresha." You take uh, everything together. So then, uh, a statistic doesn't always mean psikresha. That's that's the point we're trying to make. I think if you drag the bench, stop to rest, drag it again, drag it, you should break it up and go five miles. Even though every actuary would tell you for five miles, we did all the stats and put them all together. It always makes a chritz somewhere along the lines. I don't know if it will be else, sir. Right. Okay, so then, so it's still important for our discussion. Because then the question is, is 99%, is there a concept of 99% psychic ratio? Yeah. I mean, no, this is going to be 100? No. Then you can't, then, then, then we, you have a big problem. You have a big problem then, because we start off with Tasugi assuming psychic ratio means 100. I'm introducing a possible Kiddush that maybe means 99. The assumption before this year is that psychic ratio has to be 100, can't be half pregnant. Either it's psychic ratio or not psychic ratio. So do that. I don't know what you want to do with that if you're claiming that statistics, the, the psychic ratio means a psychic ratio. Now, you'll say by the hair combing that it's not 100%, so then why is it also? I don't know. Go home and do an experiment that 100% what? So then you're back to the psychic Right. That, that's what, I'm just trying to show you how Nogaya this is. There's a lot of cases we're assuming of psychic ratio. So the question is why? Our simon is the most bullet. Is he opening the door? Is the flame going to go, grow, go out 100%? The Mechaber says Shema. doesn't say Fadai. So many of them say, whoever heard of a car of psychic ratio? Mamish Astira in terms. That, that's, that's the problem, yeah. I was about to ask you that. Good that you said that. I was about to prove you wrong. It's a documented case of a chicken that's still alive in Smithsonian, and they cut off his head 100 years ago. It was George Washington's chicken. What? Who, 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 where do, you have? do you have a case they cut off a chicken's head and the chicken's still alive? I think you've been reading Purim Tyrants. Other. I don't, I don't think that. If somebody can bring in a chicken tomorrow and after you cut off the head, we'll examine it. What? It lived for four years that you saw the same article? Okay, we'll adjourn until tomorrow night. Please bring me the article on the chicken. I'd like to see it.
Uh, I think you guys have been drinking too much already. Uh, maybe the chicken had two heads.